trap art and we just assume that everybody actually knows right. about it. But we kind of want to take a step back. Like, you know, when you guys were, you know, younger or you guys were in college together, you and your husband or boyfriend at the time, like what got you guys into doing the party scene? What made you guys wanted to get into that scene? Because it's not like a normal scene that, you know, college students kind of take that step and get into. Normally we're trying to get those little quick jobs to kind of, you know, get through the day, try to get a couple of dollars in our pockets to kind of make sure we got some food on the table. But what kind of got you guys into the the party, you know, at um, space put like yeah, that? Yeah, it's actually, it's actually kind of a funny story. So, um, so we were out of college by the time we started doing the events together. Um, Jesse did events in college, um, but I graduated two years before him. So um, I actually moved to L.A. with him when we first got together. He had moved down to L.A. Wow. Um, and I worked at Nordstrom um, in the hosiery department. Um, and it was, you know, it was all right. <laughs> you know, and, and he was interning um, at two different places. And we were broke. Like we lived in LA. We lived in like this little tiny studio that like his um his some of his family from El Salvador were managing um an apartment building in the Los Feliz area in LA and like they like got us into the apartment, but it was legit like a closet. Like it was so small. Um <laughs> and it was just us, so we were fine. Like we weren't tripping. It was just like, you know, we were just there, but we we really wanted to um elevate I don't know we just like and so the first step was to move back to Oakland because we felt like we were just missing out on like we're both very family oriented and um all of both of our families are here in Oakland and so um we were like missing out on his little brother's basketball games I'm missing out on like family gatherings and so first we decided to move back home um and I transferred to the Nordstrom in San Francisco and my boss was like the worst like she was literally the worst person to work for in the world um she was super rude and super catty and it was just really terrible and so I remember working there for about like three weeks or so when we moved back to to the bay and um I was just like I cannot I'm, I don't want to work there anymore like I just literally don't want to work there um and Jesse actually never really worked anywhere he was a college football player um, so he already was just like not trying to work for nobody. Like he just did not have the work for people <laughs> swag. Like he was just like, no, I'm not about to go get a job nowhere. Um, and I was over it. So we decided like, oh, well, we still know people, um, that go to Cal and go to surrounding schools. Um, he knew some of the football players still, and I just knew some people that were around and he had thrown some parties. They weren't like super successful when he was throwing them by himself. Um, yeah. <laughs> It never is when yeah. you start. You never, it, it's always from the bottom. You got to start yeah, from somewhere. So we got together and we just decided like, you know, let's utilize, this is when Facebook was really big. There wasn't really Instagram quite yet. Um, and so we're like, let's just utilize Facebook. Like we can, we can locate all these different students by whatever school they go to. Um, and let's like, let's just, let's just like invite hella people to a party, like really put the work in. Let's go to these college mm -hmm. campuses, like print out tickets and like give them tickets and like, we did our first event um, at this club called Miss in San Francisco. It's gone now, but um, it was smacking. It was like packed. And so, and we had like taken like a little, like, I feel like it was like a little like payday loan out to like pay for the club expenses. Oh, um, uh, yeah, yeah. And we yep. made it back and it was really successful. And we were like, wow, like we know how to do this. Like, and it was, it was, it was a lot of work, but we knew how to do it. And I don't know, ever since then, we just kind of started to, um, 
So we did the college markets, and that was cool. We even went down to high school because we were trying to find markets where we were like, they don't have any other options. Like, they need to go to, like, a little club, you know, like a little skate club. Yeah. So we did those in uh, Santa Cruz and San Rafael, um, and we, we did them, and they were all pretty good. We had their ups and downs with it. But at the end of the day, we decided, like, well, adults are going to be the most stable. Um, high school kids – Parties for high school kids are great because they have nowhere to go. But when, like, report cards come out or things like that, it's going to affect attendance. Um, and yeah. also, you just have the liability of dealing with people's parents and, you know, all that stuff. You don't like know it. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. And then college students were a great market, but it was really hard to find venues that wanted to do 18 and up events. Um, because there's a li- lot of liability mm. on the venue and they don't make as much money from alcohol sales. So... We were like, all right, we're going to go for adults. Like, there's so many events for adults. It's oversaturated, <laughs> but let's just do it. Um, and so we started working with this venue called Supper Club in San Francisco. Um, and it was a really interesting story because when we first went to look at venues, like, Jesse would always tell me to just go inside because they're like, oh, like, I'm like a six-foot black dude. Like, they're going to be like, oh, no, you know, San Francisco is all white. So yeah. I used to go in. And do my, you know, put my little Cal Berkeley swag on and go in there. And um, <laughs> I remember meeting with the guy at Supper Club. And he's a good person. Like, I'm not even trying to talk bad about him. But it was just ignorance, you know. And he's just like, oh, yeah, well, just make sure your events don't bring the thug element in here. Um, but I'm like, oh, why? I don't know what that means. <laughs> like me? So, <laughs> so, actually, for about the first year or so, we were doing events for people that were not in our network at all like i'm talking like mm-hmm. edm house parties like russian people like just using facebook finding people and getting yep. them together to come to a party and so we just were like oh wow we're actually really good at this it's a lot of work but we're good at creating an event creating graphics and getting people somewhere um so long story short that happened for a while um and then we started doing events at mena gallery um, which is an art gallery, mm-hmm. um, but they weren't even art events. So we were just like, oh, this is a dope space to do parties. Um, and they were a little yep. more lenient and allowed us to do like hip hop and other things like that. Um, and then trap art kind of just evolved. We, it wasn't very intentional at first, honestly. It was just more so like, um, let's, you know, let's bring in some art. We watched a documentary about Basquiat on um, Netflix and we were really inspired by mm-hmm. like the whole New York art scene. Um, that was taking place mm-hmm. back then and so and then we had a few people that were um, artists that were attending our events that were like oh like can I come set up some art at your party and we were like yeah that might be kind of cool um, and then it just kind of organically took form um, and that's pretty much how it started and that's 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 what you want man you want something to organically like, kind of like come together sometimes you, that doesn't mean you're trying to force mm-hmm. it to happen and when things organically happen, that means it's like it's it comes together with love and, and good intentions and good energy and that kind of spawn off into something that's magical. Like, what do you feel the impact of Trap Art has made on the Oakland community and how do you feel like they embrace you guys now that you guys have created something that's never been done before here in the Bay Area? Yeah, I mean, I feel like, I mean, you just, you know, you can never please anybody. There's always somebody who got something to say. But, oh, yeah, but, absolutely. But no, but I do feel in general, I feel lots of love and lots of lots of appreciation. And I feel like um, a lot of people have come up to me and just say, like, you inspired me, you know, to start my art career. Like, I had never shown art before Trap Art. And now I'm, like, selling canvases and working mm-hmm. with this and doing this. And another thing that I think has been um, 
really impactful is just beyond the events and beyond even trap art, I think, is the collaborations that have occurred. Um, all of the people that have met each other and done business as a result of meeting at trap art. Um, so I feel like that's been powerful. Um, I've seen a lot of, a lot of, you know, whether it's designers who were kind of starting with like, you know, minimal designs who have like really created a full on fashion line, uh, whether it's models who like were coming to their first casting and super nervous to like, you know, doing shows and doing shoots and doing stuff with other companies as well. So I feel like, you know, it's been it's been really inspiring for people and, and help people elevate.